Me emocioné. I got excited. I got excited. I was ready. Estaba listo. Let's go ahead and sit down together. Vamos a sentarnos. No hay nada mejor que mi Dios. There is nothing greater or better than my God. Nosotros sabemos que algo más que no es Jesús es un refugio más débil. We know that anything less than Jesus is a weaker refuge. Nosotros sabemos que algo que no es Jesús, que no lo tengamos en nuestra vida, es una vida incompleta. We know that when we don't have Jesus in our life, we have a life that's incomplete. And for 30 years, man, we just remember a brother named Charlie Westbrook. Cuando nosotros pensamos en los últimos 30 años, pensamos en nuestro hermano Charlie Westbrook. And I have the privilege to present and to translate for my brother Charlie Westbrook, who was the pastor here uh, 30 years ago. And man, he was a missionary before that. And I just have a privilege to meet him and to present him. And I'm just so grateful that we're here together. El día de hoy tengo el privilegio de presentar y traducir para mi hermano Charlie Westbrook. Él es un hermano que hace 30 años era el pastor aquí. Pero antes de eso, era un misionero también. Y van a oír más de su historia. And so, if you'll help me, just welcome Charlie Westbrook. Church. My, what a great opportunity it is for us to be here. Um, obviously, it's a very emotional time. Uh, haven't seen some of y'all in 30 years. This is something uh, really different. Es un gran privilegio estar aquí con ustedes. I, um, we've been looking, darling, I've been looking forward to this time. I didn't I didn't know what to think. Hemos estado muy emocionados para llegar aquí y no sabía qué pensar. But um, we were anxious. We were honored actually to be here with you. Es un honor estar aquí con ustedes. We've been looking forward to this time for about uh, six months, something like that. Hemos estado emocionados para este momento ya hace seis meses. When uh, Pastor uh, Chris called me and said, "Hey." Um, would you be interested in coming to Calvary and preach? I said, yeah, yeah, I would be. Cuando el pastor Chris le llamó a él y dijo, hey, ¿estás interesado a venir y predicar? Y dijo, sí, estoy muy interesado, listo. I'd never met him at all. Nunca lo he conocido. But I know his family. I know his dad. He and I, thank you. He and I grew up, uh, his dad, that is, he and I grew up together. We live in the same neighborhood together. In fact, I'm looking forward to meeting Pastor Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Yo nunca he conocido a Chris, pero conozco su familia, conozco su papá, y nosotros crecimos juntos en la misma vecindad. I'm anxious to see what, um, uh, what accents and what uh, the way he uh, would be like his father. Anhelo ver qué atributos él tiene de su papá. So it's been a really emotional uh, roller coaster for us as we made our way here in, into Tulsa again. 
Como pueden ver, ha sido muy emocional para nosotros regresar a Tulsa. I've met your pastor, of course. He conocido tu pastor. This guy is something else. Él es algo más. Yeah. I mean, he's young. He's handsome. He, he's good looking. I, I wondered how he was going to translate that. But you know what? He loves Jesus. He has a heart for people. And uh, that's what makes him so absolutely special. Y eso es lo que lo hace especial. I love him. My wife and I, we just met him yesterday. And, and you know what the amazing thing is? The guy's got hair. <laughs> lo acabamos de conocer hace unos días. Y mira, lo conocimos y dijimos, wow, tiene pelo. <laughs> Can you imagine what I'd been able to do if I had a hair 30 years ago? <laughs> Imagínate si yo tuviera pelo. Well, you've invited an old preacher. You know what it's like to invite an old preacher? Ustedes han invitado a un pastor ya anciano. ¿Sabes lo que es hacer eso? Anciano. That's a terrible word. Pues no iba a decir viejo. Eso es peor. When you invite an old preacher, he likes to reminisce. Cuando invitas a un pastor de antes, he likes to reminisce. And he likes to reminisce. And he likes to reminisce. But uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to bore you with that. But I do want to encourage you. And I do want to, uh, to remind you of a few things. You know why we were able to uh, stop 20 years of decline in attendance? Ustedes saben por qué nosotros pudimos parar 20 años uh, de, de ir para abajo en, en personas. Do you know why we were able to baptize 99 people in one year? Ustedes saben por qué nosotros pudimos bautizar a 99 personas en un año. You know how, why we were able to uh, almost triple our attendance? Ustedes saben por qué más de triple las personas empezaron a venir a la iglesia? Because we were not afraid to change. Porque no estábamos, no estábamos, ¿qué es esa palabra? Alguien ayúdame. No, no teníamos miedo de cambiar. Sí. Esa es la palabra. Yeah. We weren't afraid to change. No tuvimos miedo de cambiar. And for that reason, we were able to accomplish great things for the Lord. Por ese propósito nosotros pudimos hacer todas estas cosas para el Señor. I want to commend you this morning because y'all have man it's changed around here. <laughs> Los quiero animar porque tanto ha cambiado aquí. And uh, there's some great things that God has in store for you. Yo sé que el Señor tiene grandes cosas para ustedes. But I didn't come here to talk about what we did in the past. I said I wouldn't more reminisce. Pero aquí no llegamos para hablar lo que Dios hizo en el pasado. I came here to preach the gospel. Aquí vine para predicar el evangelio. So I invite you to open your Bible, please, to uh, Romans chapter 
1. Vamos a estar en Romanos capítulo 1. And will you stand with me please as we honor the reading of God's wonderful and inspired word. Nos vamos a parar para leer la palabra de Dios. Y I'm reminded of the monk that went to the monastery for the very first time and he went into the head monk. Me acuerdo de una historia de un monk que estaba en la montaña. And uh, the head monk said to uh, to this new uh, newcomer, he said, "Hey, every time we have a new monk come here, we always let him preach in chapel." Y el el monk era más anciano le dijo al más joven, "Mira, cada vez que viene un nuevo monk, lo dejamos que él predique." And the young monk says, "Ah, oh, that's not necessary. We don't have to do that." Y el más el más joven dijo, "No, no tenemos que hacer eso." No, no. The head monk says, "Oh, yeah." Every new guy comes in here. He always preaches. Pero más anciano dijo, no, no, no. Sí, es lo que hacemos nosotros. So he said, okay. He got up the next day and he was in the pulpit. Y luego el el siguiente día el más joven se levantó para predicar. Se preparó. He was scared to death. Pero estaba muy asustado. And so he asked this question: How many of you know what I'm going to say? Muy asustado hizo esta pregunta. ¿Cuántos de ustedes saben lo que voy a decir? Los otros no sabían. Dijo, ¿qué está pasando? Y el más joven Mank dijo, mira, yo tampoco. Entonces ya hemos acabado. I know exactly what I'm going to say because I come here to preach the gospel of Jesus. Pero él sabe exactamente lo que va a decir porque él va a predicar el evangelio. So if you have your Bibles open, I'm going to begin reading in verse 8. Lo que vamos a hacer, vamos a leerlo en inglés. Y ustedes, si lo tienen en español, en la Biblia, léelo en español, pero nomás lo vamos a leer en inglés. By the way, I'm reading in the King James Version. Él está leyendo la Reina Valera. That's what I used when I was here. Es lo que él usaba cuando estaba aquí. I want you to know I've graduated from the King James. Quiero que sepas que yo he graduado de eso. And... Um, but today I am preaching from King James. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request, if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. For I long to see you, that I may impart some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. That is, that you may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Now I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, that oft times I purposed to come unto you, but was let, the King James says, actually it means was hindered, hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. I am a debtor, both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and the unwise, so as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is a power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now let's pray. Father, thank you for this wonderful day that we have to celebrate and to, to exalt you. We pray that you might uh, be with us today. Speak to every heart. 
draw men and women to Jesus Christ, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Sorry. Thank you. You may be seated. The idea of the gospel is spoken of here in in the book of Romans and over and over again. For example, in verse 1, we didn't we didn't read verse 1. I got to get used to this guy. En este pasaje vemos el evangelio muy claro. in verse 1 he says it's the gospel of God. En el versículo 1 vemos que es el evangelio de Dios. In verse 9 he talks about it as the gospel of his son. En versículo 9 vemos que es el evangelio del hijo. In verse 16 it talks about the gospel of which he's not ashamed. El versículo 16 dice que es un evangelio que no tiene vergüenza sobre él. The gospel is a great word in the Bible. La palabra evangelio es una palabra increíble en la Biblia. It is used as a history. Se usa como historia. For example, when you take, you look in your New Testament. Por ejemplo, y si ves en el Nuevo Testamento. And you look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Y ves Mateo, Marcos, Juan y Lucas. You go to the title page, and it will say some. It will say this: the gospel according to Matthew. Y si ves el título, ves el Evangelio a acuerdo de Mateo. Or the Gospel according to Mark, or the Gospel according to Luke or John. O el Evangelio de acuerdo a Lucas y Marcos y Juan. What it's really saying to us is, it's the history of Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Lo que nos está diciendo es la historia por medio de estos muchachos. Of Jesus Christ, or the history of Jesus Christ According to Mark, or according to Luke, or according to John. Vemos la historia de Jesucristo en cada evangelio. So in that sense, it's used as a history, but it's also used in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Evangelio es para decir una la historia de Jesús, pero también vemos algo diferente en Primera de Corintios. Where Paul says the gospel is the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus. El evangelio es la muerte de Jesús, la resurrección de Jesús. Then it's used in a general sense, and actually is the is the uh, is the word that we find here in the passage. And it says it is the announcement of glad tidings. Dice que el evangelio es el anuncio de gozo. It is the good news. La buena noticia. That's what Paul was saying to them at Rome. I'm coming to you with the good news of Jesus Christ. Es lo que está diciendo Pablo que yo he venido con la buena noticia de Jesucristo. There's three things I want you to notice this morning as we look at this. Hay tres cosas que yo quiero que ustedes sepan sobre este pasaje. If you're ready, say ready. Si está listo, di listo. First of all, Paul says, I, he tells us that the gospel that he preached was God's gospel. Pablo dice que el evangelio que él estaba predicando era el evangelio de Dios. Would you say that? God's gospel. Then in Spanish, el evangelio de Dios. The prophets of old said, "Thus saith the Lord," and Paul was coming to them with God's gospel. Pablo estaba viniendo con el evangelio de Dios. In your outline, in Galatians chapter one, Paul said, "I certify to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached to me was not after man." En Galatas dice, "Quiero que sepan, hermanos, que el evangelio que yo predico no es invención humana." It is the gospel of God, that has God as its author and God as its source. Es un evangelio que tiene a Dios como el autor y también uh, como, como el, el puente. 
Peter wrote in 2 Peter chapter 1, he said, But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Spirit of God. Segunda de Pedro dice así Porque la profecía no, no ha tenido su origen en la voluntad humana Sino que los profetas hablaron de parte de Dios Impulsados por el Espíritu Santo Hay una diferencia del Evangelio de Dios y el Evangelio de los humanos En el Evangelio de Dios, el hombre un evangelio humano, los humanos están tratando de hacer todo posible para llegar a Dios. Pero el evangelio de Dios nos enseña que Dios nos está persiguiendo a nosotros. Tenemos un gran ejemplo de eso en el primer capítulo de la Biblia. Dios está persiguiendo a Adán. Adán, ¿en dónde estás? When we come to the New Testament, we find God seeking after Paul. He said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Luego vemos en el Nuevo Testamento, en donde vemos a Dios que está persiguiendo a Saulo y diciendo, Saulo, Saulo, ¿por qué me estás persiguiendo? Many years ago, God sought me out as a small boy, red-headed red boy, by the way. And God said, Charlie, I want to save you. Hace unos años, el Señor me está persiguiendo a mí. Y yo tenía más pelo en ese entonces. Y yo oí que Dios me dijo, Charlie, yo quiero estar contigo. Hay una gran diferencia del Evangelio de Dios y el Evangelio de los humanos. Jesús dijo, en John 6, 44, no man cometh unto the Father except the Father which sent me draw him. En Juan capítulo 6, versículo 44, dice, nadie puede venir a mí si no lo atrae el Padre que me envió. Y yo lo uh, rescataré en el día final. As you know, Darlene and I were missionaries to Argentina for a number of years. Mi esposa y yo fuimos misioneros en Argentina. We went to the city of Tandil, Argentina. Fuimos a la ciudad de Tandil. Tandil is a beautiful city. Es un pueblo increíble. It was a city of, at that time, about 80,000 people. Era una ciudad uh, muy hermosa con 10,000 personas. It was kind of located in a, in a valley and mountains were around, uh, around the sides of it. Located on one of those mountains was a huge, uh, tremendous crucifix. It extended much higher than the ceiling of the church here. The The people would go there sometimes uh, on um, just an excursion, and uh, and other people went there to worship. Había personas que subieron la montaña para adorar al Señor, no más para ver la cruz. Some of them went to sightsee. Unos no más fueron para ver. Yeah. On one occasion, we were there, and uh, I noticed that there was a lady that was uh, actually kneeling at the foot of that cross of that that crucifix. En una instancia nosotros fuimos y vimos una mujer que se estaba arrodillando debajo de esa cruz. Me esperé y cuando ya se estaba yendo dije, señora, me encantaría hablar con usted. Le pregunté, ¿qué estabas haciendo ahí, arrodillada a la cruz? Be pleasing to God. 
Le dije, mira, es que a lo mejor he estado haciendo algo que no le agradece al Señor. I was, I was doing something that God would bless me. Yo quería hacer algo que el Señor a lo mejor me podía bendecir. And that I would gain God's favor. Para ganar el favor de Dios en ese momento. I had the wonderful opportunity to tell her, hey, you don't have to do anything. God's done it all. Jesus died on the cross. Yo tuve la oportunidad de hablarle a ella, decirle, mira, no tienes que hacer nada. Jesús ya ha hecho todo en la cruz. God loves you. Dios te ama. He sent Jesus to die for you. Él mandó a Jesús para morir por And you can have life eternal through him. Y puedes tener vida eterna. You see, in the, in the gospel of God, God is searching after man. El evangelio de Dios, Dios está buscando a los humanos. You may think that you're here on your own free will, but if you don't know the Lord, a lo mejor piensas que estás aquí por tu propia uh, uh, fuerza. God has placed you here because he's searching for you. He's looking for you. He wants to save you. Pero estás aquí porque el Señor te ha traído aquí, porque el Señor te está buscando. It is a gospel that is preached and revealed in the Old Testament. Este es un evangelio que fue predicado en el Antiguo Testamento. The, the, the prophet Isaiah said, Behold, in, in Isaiah 7, 14, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and conceive and bear a son, and that shall call his name Emmanuel. In Isaías capítulo 7, versículo 14, dice así, Por eso el Señor mismo les dará un señal. La virgen concebirá y dará la luz un hijo. A lo, a lo llamará Emmanuel. The gospel of God has Jesus Christ at the very heart and center. El Evangelio de Dios tiene a Jesucristo en el centro. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto him. Dios estaba en Cristo reconciliando a todos a él. Jesus said in John 3, 6, uh, 17, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Eso es lo que dijo Dios en Juan capítulo 3, versículo 17. Dios no envió a su Hijo al mundo para condenar al mundo, sino para salvarlo por medio de él. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For he hath made him, that is Jesus, to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God through him, through Jesus. En 2 Corintios capítulo 5, versículo 21, dice así, Al que no cometió pecado alguno, por nosotros Dios lo trató como pecador para que en él recibamos la justicia de Dios. Years ago, I pastored a church in southern Oklahoma. Hace unos años yo estaba yo era pastor de una iglesia en Oklahoma. Actually, it's close to Texoma Lake, called a little place called Willis. Se llamaba Willis. It was a small church. Era una iglesia pequeña. And of course, we, uh, since we were a small church, we really uh, connected with the Baptist Association that was there. Y porque era una iglesia chiquita, nosotros nos pudimos conectar con una asociación. And so as an association and a group of churches, we decided we wanted to do something to try to reach the men of our communities. Esta asociación era de iglesias chiquitas que se juntaron para, saber, para pensar, ok, ¿qué nosotros podemos hacer para cansar la gente en nuestra comunidad? We wanted to, uh, to reach the men that were in, in our community, and so we decided to have a fish fry. Tuvimos un corazón para cansar a los hombres de nuestra comunidad entonces hicimos pescado pescado frito all of our preparation was made in order to, that we might see some of the men in our communities that come to know the Lord nosotros preparamos esto para ver a hombres en nuestra comunidad venir a los pies de Cristo we got a flatbed three quarter truck and put a piano on it 
agarramos una troca y pusimos un piano arriba de la troca. La idea era tener una invitación para que hombres sepan que eran a Jesús. Quisimos divertirnos, quisimos comer mucho. We invited the president of a university to come and to speak uh, that that evening. En este evento nosotros invitamos un presidente de una universidad. Unfortunately, we didn't have an invitation that evening. Pero esa noche no tuvimos una invitación. There was no one that was saved. No había nadie que vino a los pies de Cristo. You know why no one was saved? You know why we didn't have an invitation? Ustedes saben por qué nosotros no pudimos tener una invitación. Because that man spoke for 40, 45 minutes and he never mentioned the name of Jesus Christ one time. Porque él habló por 44 minutos y ni una sola vez mencionó el nombre de Jesús. I'm saying to you that the gospel of God has Jesus Christ at the very heart and center of his message. Lo que estoy diciendo es que el evangelio de Dios tiene a Jesucristo en el centro, en medio de todo. Not only is it God's message, but it is also a demanding gospel. No nomás, es una, no nomás es el evangelio de Dios, pero es un evangelio que exige. This is what Paul said in verse 14. I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. Pablo dice que él está en deuda de los judíos y los gentiles. Paul felt like that he was in debt to those that were round about him. Él pensó que estaba en una deuda a las personas alrededor de él. He felt like that he owed them something in his life. Porque él estaba pensando, mira, yo les debo algo a ellos. The gospel of the Lord Jesus demands that we live it. El evangelio de Dios nos exige que nosotros vivamos el evangelio. Alexander McLaren was one of the greatest preachers that ever lived. Había un predicador que se llamaba Alexander y era un gran predicador. You probably never heard of him, but he he stood and in his pulpit and he said, "A lo mejor no lo conocen, pero esto es lo que él dijo. If I have 30 minutes of the week of in of the week." To preach the 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 gospel of Jesus Christ. Y si yo tengo 30 minutos de pararme aquí y hablar sobre Jesucristo. And you have the rest of the week to deny by the way you live what I preach from the pulpit. Y si yo hago eso y luego se van de aquí y y ustedes toman el resto de la semana de no vivir el evangelio. Who are they going to believe? A quién van a creer? They're going to believe what they see, what 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 people are living. Ellos van a creer lo que ven, no no lo que oyen. The gospel demands that we live it. El evangelio nos exige, nos exige que lo vivamos. Gypsy Smith was a great evangelist both in England and in America. Había otro predicador que se llamaba, what was the name? Gypsy. Gypsy, Smith. Gypsy, que él él predicaba en Inglaterra y en los Estados Unidos. He was called Gypsy Smith because he was born in a gypsy tent on the outskirts of London, England. Él se llamaba Gypsy porque él nació en Inglaterra en un lugar de puros Gypsies. At the age of 16, his father led him to the Lord. Cuando él tenía 16 años, eh, su padre uh, le enseñó de Jesucristo. Later, God called him to preach. Y luego, ya después, el Señor lo llamó para predicar. He preached all over England. Predicó sobre todo en In 1886, he came to America. En 1866, hey. él vino a los Estados Unidos. And he preached all along our eastern shore. One of the stories that he told was about the Confederate War. 
one of the, uh, the sides was needing soldiers, of course, and so they went into the country to, to look for uh, some young men. Uh, uno de las personas que están en la guerra, este grupo necesitaban personas para la guerra, entonces fueron a buscar a más hombres. They got these boys out and tried to begin to teach them how to be soldiers and how to march. Agarraron estos jóvenes para enseñarles cómo pelear y cómo caminar. And so they'd say right, left, right, left. Those kids didn't know what right and left meant. <laughs> Los jóvenes no sabían que era derecho, izquierda, derecho, izquierda, caminando. Finally, someone said, "You get you some straw, put it in their right hand, and tell them that's the right side, and then let them start marching." Dijeron, mira, ponle algo en la mano derecha para que para que sepan cuál es derecha y cuál es la izquierda. You know what we need to do as Baptists? ¿Sabes lo que nosotros tenemos que hacer como bautistas? We need to get some gospel straw in our hearts, in our hand, and start living for Jesus. Necesitamos poner el evangelio en nuestra mano derecha y de veras vivir. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Y así, así dice la palabra de Dios. Por lo tanto, mis queridos hermanos, manténganse firmes y incomovibles, progresando siempre en la obra del Señor, conscientes de, de que su obra trabajadora en el Señor no es en vano. The gospel makes demands of us. El evangelio nos exige. It demands that we live for him. Exige que nosotros lo vivamos. Secondly, not only that we live it, no nomás lo tenemos que vivir, but we need to share it. Pero lo tenemos que compartir también. You see, they always go together. Living for Christ and sharing Christ go together. Esos dos van juntos, viviendo para el Señor y también compartiendo del Señor. The psalmist said in Psalms 107:2, "Let the redeemed of the Lord say so." Eso es lo que dice Salmos, que todos los que están redimidos que ellos hablen. Would you repeat after me? Say so. Say so. What are the redeemed of the Lord supposed to do? That's right. The gospel demands that we live for him. The gospel demands that we say so, that we share him with other people. El evangelio nos exige que nosotros tenemos que compartir el evangelio. Paul said here in verse 15, so as much as in me am, so as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel. Aquí dice Pablo que yo tengo el evangelio, entonces estoy listo para compartirlo. That word ready has the idea of a burning readiness. Esa palabra listo nos indica que él tiene como un fuego adentro de él, porque él está listo. There was a prophet in the Old Testament called Jeremiah. Había un profeta en el Antiguo Testamento llamado Jeremías. Jeremiah said, I'm not going to preach, I'm not going to speak anymore his name. Jeremías dijo, mira, ya no voy a hablar. In Jeremiah 20 and verse 9, he said, Then said I, I will not mention, make mention of him, nor speak any more his name. But his word was in my mind, in my heart, as a burning fire shut up in my bones. I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. Y así dice Jeremías, dice, Si digo, no me acordé más de él, ni, hablar, ni hablaré más en su nombre. Entonces su palabra en mi interior se vuelve fuego ardiente que me cala hasta los huesos. He hecho todo lo posible para contenerla, pero ya no puedo más. You see, there was a burning readiness that he had to preach the gospel. Él estaba ardiente afuera para, afuera para predicar el evangelio. The gospel by its nature must be shared. 
El evangelio por naturaleza tiene que ser compartida. It's God's gospel. Es el evangelio de Dios. It is a demanding gospel. Es un evangelio que nos exige. And then lastly, it is a saving gospel. Ya para terminar, es un evangelio que nos salva. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Pablo dice que yo no tengo vergüenza sobre el evangelio. It's the crowning truth of all. Es la verdad sobre todo. It's the power of God to change and to transform the life of those who trust Jesus. Es el poder de Dios que cambia y transforma a las personas. But there's one exception. Pero hay una excepción. Did you notice? He said it is the power of God unto those who believe. Pero tienes que ver esto, que es el poder de Dios a aquellos que creen. You see, you must believe in order to experience God's wonderful saving power in your life. Tienes que creer en Dios para experimentar su salvación. In the church that we pastored, or the last church I pastored in Argentina, I... Um, uh, Cuando yo era pastor en Argentina. We always... Um, would encourage our people obviously to invite people and share Christ nosotros siempre animamos a las personas que inviten a otros we had uh, in, in our church we'd have special events that they could invite people to en nuestra iglesia tuvimos eventos especiales para que otros puedan invitar a otros one of those events or one of the things that we did was uh, we would have gospel uh, movie film uno de esos eventos fue tener una película uh, cristiana para enseñarles a todos There was a lady um, by the name of Maria Fretes. Había una mujer que se llamaba María Fretes. Fretes. She had never had a lot of uh, joy in her life. Ella nunca, nunca tuvo uh, mucho gozo en su vida. She had uh, a family through four children. Tuvo una familia con cuatro hijos. Hijas. She had anticipated the idea of things were going so bad that she was going to she was going to leave her family and just go off. Todo en su vida estaba tan mal que ella estaba pensando dejar todo. Pero uno de nuestros miembros compartieron con ella el gozo del evangelio. She came and saw the, uh, the gospel film that we showed that night. Y ella vino a ver la película con nosotros. She didn't trust the Lord that evening. En esa noche no puso su fe en Dios. But she came back. Pero vino otra vez. And God wonderfully changed her life and saved her. Y el Señor cambió su vida y la cambió. When we had baptism, we would always ask the, uh, the person being baptized to share their testimony to the church. En ese entonces a nosotros nos encantó siempre preguntarle a la persona que se iba a bautizar, danos un poquito de tu testimonio. I can remember as if it were yesterday, she was uh, standing beside me. Yo me acuerdo como si fuera ayer que ella estaba enseguida de mí. She said, yo quisiera decirle la cosa más grande que ha ocurrido en mi vida. I would like to tell you the thing, the, the, the best thing that's ever happened in my life. And she told how she trusted Jesus as her Savior. Y nos dijo que yo he entregado mi vida al Señor. I want to tell you the gospel of God can transform and change your life. Puede transformar y cambiar tu vida. It can make you a new person in Christ. Puede ser una nueva persona en Cristo. But there's one exception. Pero hay una excepción. You must believe. Tienes que creer. Would you trust Jesus as your Savior today? Will you stand with me, please? Vamos a pararnos juntos.
Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for the power of the gospel that can transform and has transformed our life, and you can change and transform the life of anyone. Señor, gracias por tu palabra. Gracias, Señor, que tú eres el único que puedes transformar nuestras almas. And Lord, we pray today if there's someone without Jesus, they'll come and trust Christ as Savior. Señor, oramos en este momento que si hay alguien aquí que necesita poner toda su fe en Jesucristo, que lo hagan. In the name of Christ, we pray. En el nombre de Cristo Jesús. Amen. 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 Thank you, Eric. In this moment, I just want to, I just want to live here just for a little bit. Because I know that when Charlie was here 30 years ago, he preached the same thing. Yo quiero tomar un momento para que ustedes sepan que hace 30 años cuando Charlie estaba aquí, él predicaba la misma cosa. And here's why he would preach the same thing. Though it's a different day, it's the same message. Esta es la razón por, qué, por la cual que él predicaba la misma cosa. Aunque es un diferente día, es el mismo mensaje. And so if you need to respond to this gospel message today, man, this is the perfect time. Y si ustedes tienen que responder a esa invitación del evangelio, es el momento perfecto para eso. And then here's the second thing. Maybe, maybe you are a believer, but you've kind of like turned your face away. Maybe you know you're living in sin and you haven't repented. And this is a perfect moment for that too. A lo mejor si eres alguien que cree en Jesucristo, que has puesto toda tu fe, pero a lo mejor estás en un momento que has volteado la cara a Dios, que a lo mejor estás viviendo en pecado y no te has arrepentido, esto también es un momento perfecto para eso. And then here's the third thing. We're not just celebrating the 75th and 77th anniversary of Calvary Baptist Church, but we're also celebrating that the Mission Church, la Misión Iglesia, has been born. And we need to pray. No nomás vamos a celebrar, y estamos celebrando, que hemos estado aquí 75 años, 67 años, como Calvary Baptist Church, pero también nosotros sabemos que en el futuro, ahora ya somos la Misión Iglesia, the Mission Church, y tenemos que orar. We know that prayer is not something you do before the work, and it's not something you do after the work. Prayer is the work. Because when we move, we move. But when we pray, God moves. So I want to invite you to pray whatever that looks like, whether it's coming up front, whether it's praying there, but praying that the gospel presence here would flood Tulsa, Oklahoma. That the Lord would use this bilingual family of faith for his glory for his majesty, man, and his kingdom. Nosotros vamos a orar en este momento porque nosotros tenemos que orar con fe, sabiendo que la oración no es algo que hacemos antes de la obra, no es algo que lo hacemos después de la obra, pero la oración es la obra. Que cuando nosotros nos movemos, pues nosotros nos movemos. Pero cuando nosotros oramos es cuando Dios se mueve. Y nosotros vamos a orar que una presencia del Evangelio aquí se quede para la gloria de Dios, para su reino y para todos aquellos que lo necesitan. And so let's sing together, let's pray together in this moment. Vamos a orar, vamos a cantar y alabar al Señor.